following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. From FBI's most wanted list to successful true crime author, this is the story of Matt Cox. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Getting Loser, we're starting a podcast. I'm Chop. And I'm Cheetah. And guys, real quick before we hop into the episode, we're going to make a quick announcement. Uh, first of all, sorry that we uh, were not here last week. You can blame Chop for that, it's all his fault. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> but uh, we've been talking the past couple months about, uh, you know, maybe getting back to the three-person system, because, you know, we kind of... You know, it would give me and Chop an extra week to try and come up with stuff to talk about. Uh, you know, especially Chop, because it seems to be a very hard task for him to be able to do. Well, well not hard for me. Yeah, it is. You know. So, anyways, we talked to one of our guests, asked him if he'd be interested in joining the crew. He said yes. So, tonight, introducing... The first time. First time ever. Get in loser. Second. Lead episode. Formerly known as Retro Scotty. Now known as Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Yo, 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 yo. Big Chup Dog in the building. What's up, boys? Big Chup Dog. Yeah, yeah. the Chupacabra. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Yeah, we're pretty hyped. So, obviously, if you guys have, you know, been a fan as long as most of you have... Obviously, we had we had uh, Chupacabra on a couple weeks back, and then pretty early on in our pod journey. And he's always, you know, kind of been interested in, you know, joining the squad. So we figured, fuck, you know, why not make it official? We had some bang- we had a couple banger episodes yeah, too. I feel like I feel like the skateboarding episode was one of our most talked about episodes that I can remember. So Sweet. that kind of solidified it for me and Trap. After that, we started really. You know, giving it some thought. Oh, Cheetah, we were thinking about adding him before that episode. Yeah, well, after but, that skateboarding episode, we kind of really, like, dug into it. Like, dug into it. Mike, if you hear this, don't kill us. Nah, it's all right. It's nothing <laughs> personal on me, you know? It's but, just, that skateboarding episode, I feel like we all kind of just flowed really well. Yeah, like, we're, more, we're, we're like family, so yeah. we all grew up to, together, so we, when we get yeah, on the pod can, together, it's just, like, natural. Yeah. It just flows, you know? Yeah, so when you expressed interest to us about, you know, maybe coming on a few more episodes that were that's when we were like, you know what, why don't you just, you know, join us as a host, become a host. So that's where we're at now. And you know, big troop over here said if he was gonna come on the pod and do, you know, the first ep- his first official episode, he wanted to come out with a banger. And, and let me tell you This is a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> It's uh for sure. When the first time he told me about it, I went and listened to another podcast about this guy and I was texting him like every five minutes, everything I learned, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Are you what? This is wild. So uh 
that's also kind of why we skipped last week to kind of, you know, give us more time to prepare for this, which Chop did not use that extra week to his advantage because he has no information, like always. Hey, I got information, but not information to you guys is excuse. He's got the comic relief going over there. Yeah. So fuck his balls hot in here, man. It is a little hot in here. Yeah, we're in a we're in a we're in a new we're in a new spot. We're usually in the pod Uh-oh. cave. We're in the the shirt's coming off already. We're sitting out on the couches this week for the first time. Yeah, I don't even remember how long. It's been a, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's pretty comfortable out here. Though. No, no, it's yeah. nice out here. I think last time I was up here, I was with my sister. In the cave, oh, in the caves, better during the winter. I feel like because it kind of like you know. It's closer, so the you know the heat kind of circulates, kind of. Oh damn, the fucking Monopoly man's over there, bro. Yeah, dude. Do you know Mandela effect? Apparently, he never had a glass eye. He never a did glass fucking monocle. He did. No, he didn't. He, he definitely did. did. No, he definitely did. did. No. Don't you remember in um fucking what's the Jim Carrey movie, The Pet Detective, when he beats up the guy that yeah, he wears like, the monocle. He's wearing a monocle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Apparently. He never had one, but whatever. That's a different story. <laughs> For <laughs> another good. time. Yeah, that'd be a yo, fire episode. Yo, uh, another Mandela. Oh, oh, I'm not going to say it. Mandela effect episode, y'all? Fucking God. How many times do I have to tell you to stop setting up episodes for the future? <laughs> and this shit works. <laughs> we literally have never gone back and done an episode that you've set up for the future, ever. Also, if we're talking about future episodes, we still got to do a Skinwalker Ranch. Fighting's been asking for that for like three weeks. Speaking of fighting, he surprised the fuck out of us last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, t- I mean, two weeks ago. What do you do? He showed up here in the studio while we were in the middle of recording. We <laughs> had no mean. idea he was coming. It was fucking wild. <laughs> Yo, at the, at completely the mo- threw us off guard. We completely we ran out of, like, we forgot what we were talking about. Yo, at the moment, I was trying to be serious. Like, didn't, I was like fucking butchering his words. Yeah, it was crazy. It was good, though. It was awesome, you know? Nice little fan base we got going so far, which is cool. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah, I see him commenting on all this stuff. Yeah, so you know, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but you know, we're kind of letting Big Choop in here, you know, in now while we're, you know, getting to the rise, headed to the top. So you know, he's kind of <laughs> lucky we're letting him in now. <laughs> now yep. that we're getting on the road to getting famous, but it's okay. Yo, this, yo, I'm looking at a picture of Matt Cox. What the fuck? That's I'm pretty sure that's before. He looks like a maniac, don't he? Yeah, yeah. fuck, he Let does. Let me see. It. Let me see it. I think that's before. Like the surgeries and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he got a bunch of uh, plastic surgery and <laughs> hair, hair grafts, and he was on the run. Yeah. Dude, but, I, uh, oh, I, yeah, go ahead. I was trying to watch this shit for, was it, he had a four-minute video? I was trying to watch that shit. It's, it literally is not even that hard to li- Once you start hearing the story, you can't stop listening because it's yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah, it's so interesting, dude. Yeah. yeah but like, I, the way he talks about it is wild. And this one would be the comic relief or, right, or fingers today? <laughs> All right, well. I don't want to waste too much time, so I'll let, uh, you know, Big Choop over here t- Are we take to, us on this journey. Are we going to call him Big Choop? Well, we're not going to keep saying Chupacabra every time. Chupacabra. Choop, Big Choop, don't matter. Choop. Choop. We'll just call him Choop for short. Choopa. Word. No, don't say Choopa ever again. <laughs> Choopa. Choopa. <laughs> it's too much like Fupa. Exactly. That's why I don't want it to say ever again. <laughs> All right, so... Choop. All right, this dude, Matt Cox, man. This story, dude, it's like you can't, you couldn't even write a book that has so many twists and turns and unbelievable shit that this guy did, man. <coughs> um, he started as a, a mortgage broker, graduated to $12 million in mortgage fraud. 
spent 26 years on the run and was the FBI's most wanted. Uh, it's kind of a joke that he always mentions his uh, fine arts degree, but this dude literally had a master's degree in the dark arts, bro. That I, uh, real quick, I just wanted to mention that that was one of the things that I forgot to tell you when I was listening to his story was I thought it was hilarious how many times he mentioned that goddamn degree. <laughs> Every sure. five minutes he's like, you know, I had a fine arts degree. A useless fucking yeah. degree. <laughs> Literally has nothing to do with what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, I robbed a bunch of people. By the way, do you know I have a fine arts degree? Nah, I just thought that shit was hilarious. For sure. So this guy, his fraud, it was all about the social, man. He was trying to get them social security numbers. Um, not only that. Oh, yeah, he was also on uh, the TV show American Greed did an episode of him. And this dude was so smart that even when he got arrested and went to jail, he adapted and became an author and wrote some of the wildest shit you've ever heard. Here's some of the books he wrote. Once a Gunrunner, which was later turned into War Dogs, the movie, with Jonah Hill. Uh, Generation Oxy, about some guys who sold a bunch of Oxycontin. And listen to this fucking name, dude. It's Insanity. The bizarre story of a bipolar megalomaniac's insane plan for total domination. Wow. What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) That's a story you want to read, dude. I mean, real quick, I mean, let's just talk about, you know, the fact that, like, this guy gets arrested for this shit, goes to prison. Imagine being that lucky that you go to prison, you get out, and you're fucking land on your feet that quickly. Like, imagine being that fucking lucky. I'm pretty sure he wrote a lot of them in jail, I thought. I could be wrong, though, but he's out now. He only did 12 years. He got sentenced to 26 years. He only did 12. So even in the uh, justice system, he's still scamming and frauding people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? Con man never stops conning. For real. All right, so this dude, he he starts squeaking. He works for a mortgage company. He starts, like, squeaking loans through, like, changing people's incomes you know, faking W-2s, shit like that. I guess, like, it was kind of commonplace for a lot of these mortgage companies to do that kind of shit. So he starts doing this, and uh, he, he immediately starts rising to the top of this mortgage company. Um, starts making some real money and shit. So he's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. He starts his own uh, mortgage company, and he said he can get anyone with a pulse a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that guy... Listen, I don't, I don't condemn what this guy did, but I'll give it to him that he was fucking good at it. Yeah, it's imp- yeah, like for real, this dude was definitely a criminal. But at first, it was like kind of a victimless crime. These banks and shit, they're they're capitalizing off mad people suffering. Oh yeah, you know, so everyone likes to see them get a couple shots taken at them. You know. Yeah, hold on. Um, before we get any more, uh, I just I just read a little thing. His early life. Born in Florida, July 2nd, 19... Uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, 1969. Damn, he's older. He's older than I 69, thought. 69, dude. 69, <laughs> dude. Uh, 50, 53 years old, but... Um, Cox uh, struggled in school due to his severe dyslexia. His teacher advised him to get a job in which he, which he works with his hands. So he studied sculpture at... The University of South Florida major in arts. That's where you hear that. that. Fine arts oh, yeah, that's nice. interesting. That I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't know that. that. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, real quick, just backing off of what you said. Him, uh, you know, how, like, him saying that he can get anybody with a pulse alone. Also, one of the things that I found was wild that, like, 
I learned about him is that he once used like the social security number of a fucking toddler. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what, how he, bro? Dude, that's how he got a lot of them. This dude, that's crazy that he's dyslexic because his whole like setup, his whole scam setup, it's all revolves around like faking documents. Uh it's like wizardry. When you hear when you get we get into it, like how we did this shit, it's fucking wizardry, man. Wizardry. For, for real. Big so, tube said wizardry over here. <laughs> so yo, listen, he would uh Yo Cheetah. Bring him on. He's gonna bring fucking more big words for us to say in our vocabulary, <laughs> like witch cherry. Will you just shout for five seconds, please? All right. So this dude made all the documents, dude. W uh, twos, bank statements, pay subs. He faked assets, job IDs. Also on the side, when he had this mortgage company, he was flipping houses. Um, you gotta respect the hustle of this dude, man. He I mean, was fucking, he wanted to get rich. He had the drive to get rich, man. And that's what most rich people at some point had that drive. I mean, that's, that's kind of where like, you know, I like, at one side, you know, I want to hate the guy for what he did. But at the same time, there's, it's not like there's not tons of other people out there doing the exact same right. shit he's doing right there's now. There's all types of corporate You know crime, what I mean? Man. All types. So, I mean, kind of like, you know, at the same time, like if he's, Doing anything to kind of hurt like the bigger guy, I'm kind of all for it because yeah. you know they deserve it. He took the system that broke so many people and like ruined so many lives and gave them a couple punches back. Dude. Yeah, I mean, God respect it. Obviously, I don't condone everything he did because I mean, later down the road, he did do kind of some yeah, kind of that, shitty yeah, things. In the but, end, he definitely there was definitely some victims. Yeah, sure. but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like in the beginning, what he was trying to do, I kind of respect it just because, like I said, he's you know. He's going after the bigger guy, which I think should be done more. It's kind of like the Robin Hood. You, yeah, of, uh, you're about to real say, estate. I, I was about to say that. I was waiting until you guys get things. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, <laughs> if you like listen, if you listen to this, if you've been a fan of this pod for any time at all, you know that I'm very much, you know, against like establishment and shit. So I'm all for somebody, you know, kind of, you know, ruining the big guy's day, kind of. Fuck yeah! All, they got a, they got their hands shit. in our pockets. Yeah, some for exactly. our hands Fuckers. in their pockets. Fuckers! All right, listen. So he's doing the. He's got his own firm now, and now he's really fucking squeaking loans through. I mean, like really changing everything to get these loans to go through. Uh, an employee of his and her husband get some money, and they decide that they're going to open up their own mortgage firm. Uh, one of the scams they did was called the straw man scam. It was basically kind of like a pump and dump where they would uh, convince people to get huge loans passed through. And they'd obviously be loans that they couldn't afford. Um, the point of doing this was before, so the brokers could get the brokerage fees because whenever the sale of a house happens, the broker gets the brokerage fees. So they were doing this. And uh, when the buyers didn't pay the first payments and defaulted on the loans, uh, the feds came sniffing because it wasn't just like one mortgage. It was a bunch of mortgages all at one time. So the feds come, come sniffing around. Uh, the woman, the ex-employee, co- cooperates with the FBI, and she agrees to wear a wire in a conversation with Cox. This dude's fucking totally oblivious, and uh, he totally buries himself on tape, incriminates the shit out of himself. Fucking so uh, he squeaks through with uh, two years on paper, but he loses the company. He's broke, and he comes up with an idea. 
instead of bringing these other uh, people and identities into the scam, he's just going to do it all himself. He starts faking people. Yep. I was just going to say, I was wondering if this is where we're headed next. Because that was all, that was, when you first told me about it, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say next. And if it's what I'm thinking you're going to say, this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to look into this, dude, because of the way, like, the thing that you told me about, I'm like, just that alone makes me interested (laughs) in the fucking guy, just because of, like, like, anybody with a brain would know that he was, you know. None of this shit could have been real, but he was just so good at it that he was finessing people. Yeah, it's they like had it, no almost, idea. it almost seems like it's just made up because it's like, how does this, it actually fucking work, dude? Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem, it seems like so, such an easy idea, but he's doing things that, like, once I heard him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so obvious, but yeah, you wouldn't think of it until you, heard, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of those things. But also, real quick, uh, I also wanted to mention that apparently while... Um, dating one of the many girls that he dated, he uh, he would take her to cr- watch crime films, it's like uh, The Italian Job, Catch Me If You Can, which apparently, according to a bunch of sources, he really he would really love those movies. Yeah, and he especially would, Catch Me If You Can. I think yeah, and I, I heard him mention. I guess he would when he would take people to these movies, and he would start to detail like his crimes that he would commit. So, I mean... Oh, yeah, by the way, big shout-outs to um, the Concrete Pod, because that's where I got a lot of this stuff. Oh, you that's know what? I that's where I listen about. to mine at, yeah. is Concrete Pod, yeah. yeah he's, that pod's got a lot of great guests on it. Yeah, that's where I listen. That's where I listen to his interview. That's where I got mine from, too. Yeah, those guys are awesome. All right, so we uh, he starts making fake Social Security numbers and ghost people. Um, I'll get into how he does that in a little bit. Um, he would get security paper and make birth certificates... Uh, with the seal and everything, what he did was he would take a seal from, like, the Department of Forestry or something dumb like that. He would take the seal, sand it down, and then use and use it on the paper so that you could see the shape of the seal, but you couldn't really make out everything. And it fucking worked, man. Uh, he, he found a loophole where you could go into social services. Say you had a child without a social and as long as as the child was born within 10 months, uh, they would give you a social. So we did it mad times. And eventually, uh, he started getting cocky, and he even named the kids like reservoir dog names. <laughs> Lee Black, David Silva, Mickey Green, Bobby White, et cetera. Damn, Come on, Bobby I mean, White. Somebody's walking Bobby into your building White. with a kid named Bobby White. You got to know something. Bro. Up. Come on. Yeah, I know a kid named Bobby White. I mean, if you don't know something's up, then you're just pretty fucking stupid, I think. Honestly. I mean, no offense, but... David Silva's pretty fucking funny, though. Yeah, that's David Silva. David Silva. uh, Before we were talking about with him, that thing where he'd, you know, he'd put in, like, a bunch of loans at once, that's the shotgunning scheme, right? That's what they also also call that, the shotgunning scheme, right? Um, Like, shotgunning fraud. I believe I think, so. Yeah. I'm not sure. There's so many fucking. There's so much going on, you know. Yeah, he would. Uh, he would make mortgage properties for five to six times their actual worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And shot, which is called like shotgunning. Yeah, and he'd, he'd put all... so many in at once that they wouldn't really notice like a trend. Really. Right. Okay. Yeah, he'd also um, like buy a lot of the houses in the same area, and he found a way where he can manipulate the paperwork to make the houses uh, appear to be worth more. So once he did that with all the houses in the area, the rest of the real estate in the area all followed suit. So yeah. he pumped up his property. Oh, yeah. Today, I remember you know? 
I remember hearing uh, in one of the things you were saying in the one interview, he was talking about how he like sold the house to some guy, or he was like telling some guy that he like he's like, oh yeah, he's like this house over here across the street sold for this much, but it was actually his property that he sold. So he was like convincing people to you know, dude's a fucking pay, troll, yeah. man. Yeah. He's a troll. Yeah, he's a real life troll. Not a kind troll. of uh, just yeah, real he's trolling with like the reservoir dogs' names and changing the the cost of shit. Right. You know, yeah, and kind of just like to put, you know, just like to put kind of like a little number effect on it real quick. I just want to tell you that he, at one point, he acquired fourteen properties worth nearly six hundred thousand dollars while making thirty five thousand five hundred sixty eight dollars a year in his job. Uh, he also at one point. Took advantage of the Hillsborough County School District by selling their property much more than its appraised value and arraigned financing on a $90,000 house for future Florida Representative Janet Cruz. Nice. And he recorded that sale for $233,000. Hold on. Uh, it's almost sound like the market now. Like, yeah. How, right. Like how the house market now, like a house is worth ninety grand. Yeah, I mean, it's... They go for 50 or 60 over a lot of times. Yeah, like, um... I got a buddy that uh, just actually tried to uh, put some money down on a house, and he got outbid, and he said he was over value, and the realtor told him that sh- they were uh, miles away from what the... the yeah, um, I mean, actual... they... That stuff, like, kind of the way he was doing it, but more of, like, you know, I could, I guess you could say within the crime, like, within the laws kind of way. They do that a lot now in the house. Remember yeah, they, white-collar crime, yeah, basically. Where they and do it where, like, it's not technically illegal, but a lot yeah, of that does happen right. now. Yeah, for sure. Even, um... Uh, vehicle, vehicles are the same way, too. Like, if a car costs $10,000, they're marking that shit up to yeah. 25000 Trucks? Oh, yeah. Trucks right now? A oh, fucking truck? What the fuck? Yo, I might not know about Mike Cox, but from looking at this... We're, did you say Mike? He did say Mike. <laughs> said Mike Co- uh, Mr. Cox. Um, right. Um, like, yeah, I get he what crime he did, but if you guys pay attention, history repeats itself. We're in the same situation right now, but the government is doing it. Oh, absolutely. Not, well, this type, not, in America, this, this type of shit happens all the oh, fucking yeah. time. I'm sure There's it's, happen- I'm sure it's happening to crime. someone right now as like, we're talking. Even, do you want to talk about pumped up numbers? There was a, in Tonawanda over there at the park, there was a, uh, bathroom built. It costs a million dollars. Two stall bathroom. That's yeah, because people are on the take. They're you know. Yeah. Yo, is that yo? Is that bathroom for a million dollars? A million dollars, dude. Is that bathroom like? Um, it's nothing fancy. It's a tiny fucking. What no, it don't got a bidet. If that's what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like if you're making a million dollar bathroom or not. Uh, is it special lighting for uh, where the local drug uh, drug people? Going and they won't use it because it, blue lighting will fuck them up. Uh, I don't know about that. I guess we gotta check that out, y'all. No, I mean, but I mean, you're right though. They do that. They do that with a lot of shit. Like a lot of the projects you see around here, especially like in Niagara Falls, a lot of these projects, you know, you'll see them and be like, "How the fuck's it worth?" You know what I mean? Like, why are they cost spending that much money? It's because all these different people are taking out. You know what I mean? Yo, a lot or, of people are lining their pockets with this shit. Absolutely. Or, or, or even better. For us, not going big. Just chicken crisis. You remember when chicken? Oh yeah, like yeah. chicken just even still, still. It's just starting to finally come down again. Yeah, but still, like I remember going to uh, like, like Judy's twenty five cents. Dude. Yeah, back in the day when we were kids, of 10, 10 cent wings. Yeah, dude, I can't. I can't remember. 10 yeah, cent they wings. got to. Uh, 
Like in a lot of these cases, a lot of these like projects and shit that go through, you got to pay for the actual project, but then you got to act. You also got to pay for people to line their fucking pockets. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, it, there's always somebody's pockets being lined, no matter what's going on. Somebody's getting rich off it. Or, um, it's not us. That's for sure. Are you talking about the Mac Cox? All this? How about how many how many stupid contract has sent? Like over five hundred million, six hundred, two hundred million, three hundred million to NFL players. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bashing Josh Allen. I'm not bashing Pat Mahomes. But it's like these wide receivers, like uh, Hill. That's oh like, yeah. I mean right. that's and then well, I don't mind that they're getting paid like that. But then the thing is, but they're divas too. Yeah, not, not Josh. Obviously, we fucking love Josh. But uh, yeah, but Josh, you know, a lot I, of these a lot of these players are fucking divas. Too. Well, yeah, they it's get like all that, uh, and they can't even fucking show up. A couple years ago, before that, before that fucking uh, Dak Prescott dude got his big contract. He was like, complaining about like whatever millions of dollars he was making. He's like, "Oh, I can't feed my family on that." Yeah, like, joke. bro, you could feed forty families on that. What the fuck? I, I yeah, feel, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, basketball players are the same way too. Oh yeah, they it's, get the, it's they're, all the, they're the worst divas basketball oh, yeah. players. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, always. But um, you know who should get paid more? Uh, lacrosse players. Lacrosse is sports. It's getting bigger. Lacrosse is getting bigger. Actually, added more teams. But I don't know how we were talking about. Like, yeah, we got a little off topic. It's all sorry. good, though. Yeah, but no, but it's all we, just money. You but know, we're it's just, talking just about, like, like money. we're talking about money. Like how Mike Cox, he knew how to play this because yeah, he's his, playing the game. He's like, oh, I got dyslexic. That's insane to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know dyslexic. that either. He came through with a jewel, Drew. Yeah. It happens every once in a while. <laughs> see, see, uh, see, I do that. I, I do that. Uh, chupa. I don't know. It's gonna be kind of hard to say another host member. Like I said, cheetah, no problem. But chuba, chuba, big chup. It's big chup. Just say chup. Chup. There you go. All right. So basically, this dude's got he's got a ton of synthetic identities now by doing the social security baby thing, right? Um, he would get mortgages in these fake names and start making the first few payments, so everything looks good. Um, and then he would either sell the house because you can sell the house with a mortgage. Or you're just supposed to pay the mortgage company back. He would either sell the house and take the money or uh, fake death certificates for these people. You know, he would do all he was really ingenious in the way that he would keep these companies off his back. You know, yeah, he was a, he was a criminal mastermind. He really was. And he yeah. was doing this for every person. He said he was making roughly 400000 a year per identity. And he had multiple 10 to 12 at any given time. Um, he was taking credit cards in the names, uh, building all their credit. The dude really just like thought he fucking hacked life, and he kind of did. You know? I mean, so uh, one time he's in a bank trying to cash a cashier's check. He's on probation at the time. The bank managers give him a hard time about it being legit, so he has to pretend to be the homeowner, Michael Shanahan. The bank manager calls him while he's sitting in the bank manager's office. The manager's in the other room, and he calls him. He's got to now pretend to be Michael Shanahan on the phone with the fucking bank. Yeah, I was going to say, I was hoping you mentioned this because... This is one of the things that I found was that I thought was crazy, dude. You imagine the balls? I'd be like, sweating fucking. balls. Oh yeah, I mean at that moment you gotta know, like you hear something like that, you gotta know that this dude's not worrying about shit, Holy dude. Shit, he's he's gotta have the biggest balls in the world. You know what I mean? Like he's that confident in himself that he's not worried about getting caught. Yeah, and literally, like to explain it even deeper for you guys, literally, the way he said it in the interview, there's literally just like a glass wall between him and the receptionist while he's on the phone with this dude. 
So he could have been caught at any moment. He didn't care, dude. He Insanity. was just so confident about it. Are you, are you talking about the guy who, like, the banker call call his number? Yeah. He, so the banker's trying to verify that the cashier's check is legit. So what he has to do is he has to call the guy who wrote the cashier's check, this guy Michael Shanahan. Uh, the number for Michael Shanahan is Matt Cox's number. So when the dude calls, he's actually calling Matt. So Matt's just faking his voice while he's sitting in the office saying that, yeah, it's legit. Yeah, so he's basically pretending to be the guy who paid I'm him. just the but guy also pretending to be the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Disguised as another guy, basically. Tropic Thunder? Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> was a good episode, too. All right, so... Uh, He's starting to get nervous. After this happens, he starts to get a little nervous, right? Uh, at this point, he flees to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, or he flees Atlanta, Georgia and heads to Charlotte with $500,000 and his girlfriend. Um, he ultimately wanted to get four or five mil and drive off into the sunset in the Bugatti. But uh, he's running through his stash of money pretty quick. He's on the run from probation, uh, but he needs a valid ID in case he gets pulled over. So he puts an ad in the paper, and people start literally, um, he said he was getting like 50 calls a day. They're giving him everything he needs, a social data burst, you know, all that. Um, so, but really, he needed identities of people who weren't using their credit scores. So he has a genius idea one day. He starts going after bums. Yep, I was yep. just going to say this. Going after bums. And now this part, too, it's like, this part's like, ah, oh, it's yeah. kind of shitty that yeah. our people are already down on their luck, you know? Yeah, and the way he would, like, one of the ways he would get these people to give up their information is he'd, like, go up to them and say, oh, you know, I'm with, like, the, what was it? Salvation uh, Army. Salvation Army. We're looking to build, like, a new, like, like a new, like, Facility center around here yeah. for you guys. So we just want to get your information, just do a little quick survey. So, I mean, these guys, obviously, they'd be like, oh, shit, a new facility. Yeah. That's good for us. So, it's, boom, it's, here's all my information. Especially, and he offered them money, too. He yeah. Him like, 50 bucks or 20 bucks. So, of course, these people are going to be like, boom, here's something. all my information to steal right. my fucking identity. Fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. chaos. So, uh, what he would do with the bums' actual socias and shit, he would, um, you know, a lot of them didn't have driver's license or bums and shit. So, what he'd do is he'd get all their info fake whatever paper papers he didn't have, like birth certificates, whatever, and he would go down and get uh, valid driver's licenses in their names. But he would just show up to get the license, get his picture taken on the on the license. When at this at this time, was he with Courtney or was he with Rebecca at this time? I think um, it was Rebecca, right? I want to say Becca, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because real quick I just wanted girls. to I just wanted to say that when he met this Rebecca girl he finally he kinda just met like his his match kind of, cause she, I mean, she was pretty much, a, she was kind of a piece of shit at the time, too. Just real, just a real quick rundown of uh, this Rebecca girl, Rebecca Howick. Uh, she was a divorced mother of one who had moved to Tampa after falling into debt and declaring bankruptcy in Las Vegas. She had already committed criminal offenses before meeting Cox. Hawk was fired from a job in Las Vegas for forging her employer's name on checks that she used to pay her debts. They met through an online dating service. She, unlike Arnold, that was Matt Cox's former girlfriend, was willing to leave her son. After finding out that Jeff Testerman, a reporter for the St. Petersburg Times, was investigating him, Cox and Hawk left town. Two days later, on December 14, 2003, the newspaper published Testerman's story, Dubious Housing Deals, Line Avenue. 
That's crazy, bro. Yeah, so they got together, and he was like, oh, look, another girl who also forges shit. Come with me. Let's go <laughs> make... Match made let's, in heaven. Yeah, let's go make some money. Yo, I bet the dating site is called uh, Cons for You. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh uh, shit! So yeah, I guess the chick was the chick was batshit crazy too. Oh yeah, she's like he said she was fucking insane, and fucking yeah. nuts. <laughs> um, all right, where are we at here? Uh, yeah. So it's that's perfect that you brought that up because yeah. uh, his girlfriend Becca has a son, so they go to visit him in Vegas. He takes a bum identity out there and uh, gets a driver's license with his name. The bum happened to have a record for prostitution. It was a dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he takes this dude's identity. Was his um, name Ron Germany? No, no. it's uh, Gary Sullivan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gary, Gary Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gary. Kind of uh, sounds like a creeper's name, don't it? Hey, hey guys, I, I'm Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like, hey, I'm Gary. How are you? <laughs> hey, uh, I got my buns for sale over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so uh, eventually he gets uh, caught up and figured out as Gary Sullivan when he uh, a bank realizes that he had four or five mortgages on one name. He found out a way when he was applying for new mortgages that he could hide the other ones. I forgot how exactly he did it, but it was a certain window of time where if they checked, the mortgages wouldn't come up. So when he was with this Gary Sullivan guy, he fucked up a little bit. And they noticed. Somehow this dude wiggles his way out of that. But uh, he, it, things are getting hot, obviously. So they move to uh, Houston, Texas. At this time, they're making loads of money. They're fucking, they might as well have a money machine, a money yeah. printer. Not only are they making loads of money, but even though Rebecca's crazy, he went out and got her some fucking fresh tits. Job. Yeah, yeah some fresh tits. Oh. Oops, excuse me. While getting, him, while getting himself some nice uh, surgeries, too. Yeah, 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 he's getting... Uh, really using that money to his advantage, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, he wiggles his way out. Now they move to Houston, Texas. He goes to cash a cashier's check for ten grand, But while inside the bank, he, he gets a tap on his shoulder. He turns around, and there's uh, Texas Rangers behind him. Little to his knowledge at this time, he was on the Secret Service. Gary Sullivan was on the Secret Service's most wanted list because of uh, I suspected of identity theft, etc. Damn, Gary! How do you commit identity theft and then the guy's identity you steal gets committed? Gets, you know what I mean? Like, what? So the dude gets detained as Gary Sullivan, the prostitute. They don't know of Matt Cox just yet. The cops are looking through his criminal record, and they see the prostitution charges. He said they looked at the screen, looked over at him, looked back at the screen, and just started dying laughing. <laughs> He's like, oh, they've seen the prostitution charges, I guess. <laughs> fucking guy. So, fucking uh, Gary. Is it Gary we got to say fucking Gary, too? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gary. <laughs> so uh, instead of taking him in right there, they tell Matt to follow them. In his car to the police station. Simultaneously, while this is happening, Matt gets his call gets a call from Becca, warning him that the FBI just bumped him, Matt Cox, up to number one on the most wanted list, and basically that she's leaving him and taking all the money she has. Do you under? Do you guys like? I don't know if you guys fully understand. Like, do you know how? 
bad you gotta be to get bumped to number one on FBI's most wanted list? Crazy, dude. Like, can you imagine? Like, and this dude wasn't just, even like a murderer. He was just right. and to just fraud, be, dude. To just be walking around. Like, imagine you're on the FBI's yeah. most wanted list. And every fucking, fucking person you see, dude. Shit. Yeah, every person you see is like, yo, dude, they gave me a funny look. Like, I'd be fucking... That's I'd crazy. freaking that, the fuck out. I that, just, like, speaks to his level of confidence that he had in himself. He, that, that he was just... Right. He just had no conscience yeah. or something. He, he was just like, fuck, really I'm not didn't gonna, give yeah. a fuck, man. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, if you listen to, like, his Jeez. interviews, you can even tell, too. Like, some of the times... A couple of the things he talks about, he's like, you know, he kind of, like, calls himself on it. He's like, you know, he's like, probably wasn't the best idea, but... And, I mean, he does kind of show a little bit of sympathy sometimes for a little bit of the things he does, which is good, but for the most part, you know, he kind of just... For sure. Hey, he kind of redeemed himself, yeah, I mean, but, you know, he did his time, and now he's out. You know, yeah, he's, I mean, he paid his debt to society. Yeah. Do you think he's still doing the shit now, or is he doing it low-key? Uh, I don't think so, dude, because... I, I mean, I, if I was him, I wouldn't, prison, because... Dude. 12 years in federal I'm pretty, prison? I'm pretty sure... Shit. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that... Just off of, like, the books he's wrote and shit, he's already a millionaire already. So, I mean, he kind of, like... He sells paintings now. Yeah, he's got he, a like, podcast he found YouTube. his thing. He found his thing, and now yeah. he's a fucking millionaire. He's got the story. Yeah. The story alone is worth millions. Yeah, so, Which I mean, he's be, set for life. It could be on Netflix tomorrow. Oh, Hulu, yeah, 100%, tomorrow. 100%. HBO, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, he's... All the power is in his hand at this point. For sure. All right, so this dude, he goes, he goes to the police station as Gary Sullivan. He walks in, and he sees the F- FBI Most Wanted poster with him on the wall. <laughs> I mean, he's got a little plastic surgery now, and he yeah. looks a little different, but you could still tell the guy. You could still see it's him. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he le- he leaves and goes directly to a bunch of banks and pulls out all the money he can, flees back to North Carolina, and eventually back to go grab his ex-girl and whatever money she has. You know what would have been a badass move? What's that? But probably would have got him caught immediately if he would have taken the most wanted poster off the fucking wall and just walked up <laughs> Put to it the in desk his pocket it. and shit. <laughs> just had it and just walked up to the desk. Hey, how you doing? That would have been badass. What's up, man? No, you're good. You're good. So, uh, yeah, they get, into a, they get into a huge argument, I guess, and he leaves her with $500,000 to shut her ass up. <laughs> hey, trick, shut your ass up. Here's five hundred grand. <laughs> Some hush money. Hey, hush, hush. That'd be funny if he told her he's got to take the tits back. <laughs> just pulls out the fucking <laughs> I was like, I was like hey, hey, bitch, because you want to be like, uh, you want to fuck me over? I'm taking one of your tits with me. <laughs> oh, why? So, so here's where the dude fucks up. Uh, criminals pay attention. He gets a track phone. Oh, fuck. And starts calling his family. See how, see how his mom's doing, whatnot, whatever. So the family starts, at this time, he's all over the place, right? He's made millions in, in mortgage fraud, and he's living it up. Uh, his family begs him to turn himself in. He laughs. But meanwhile, they're triangulating the phone. So he's, Rookie mistake. Yeah, he's on the way to getting fucked. But uh, real quick, I just wanted to mention also, Something I just found out that I didn't know in the interview because he never said it. But uh, apparently when he was making up all these fake IDs, apparently once he even used Mr. Burns' name from the Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty fucking funny. Montgomery Burns. I mean, how do you see something like that and not know that it's fake? You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But I just thought that was kind of funny. So this dude, he's fucking on the FBI's most wanted list. This motherfucker, go, he's in the line at Starbucks getting a coffee, bro. What the fuck, bro? 
I mean, uh, the guy's got balls, man. He's you got can, super balls. You can't admit, you, you can't deny that. the guy had balls, man. So, 100%. so he's getting this. He's getting this Starbucks coffee. He happens to look up. He sees uh, cops running across the street. He's like, "Oh fuck, here we go." Yeah. <clears throat> uh, he runs into his car, drives away. Goes. Guess where he goes? Starbucks. No, he's just at Starbucks. Porsche. <laughs> no, good guess though. Uh, he goes to a fucking homeless shelter. <laughs> Dude, that's the best way. You go home and start to fucking change your... Well, no, he's looking for a new ID now because Gary Sullivan's burned, so he's going to go yeah. looking for a new ID. Hey, um, anyone will line up? Okay. Um, let me use your name. I'll give you some money. Sure, you'd be he's... caught immediately. <laughs> you'd be caught immediately. You'd never be able to get away with it. Uh, so he meets, I guess he said, he said it was super hard to find a 35 year old white homeless guy. Oh. That's what he needed to get the driver's license. Right. You know, uh, he meets a dude named Joseph Marion Carter and takes on his identity. He's buy he's buying houses again in two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also meets a new girl. They go to Venice. His ex girl from Becca gets nabbed by the FBI. Uh, they in the American Greed episode and shit. They made it out to be like she was just a dumb girl who yeah. got manipulated by him. When in reality, it was the exact opposite. Yeah, she, she. I mean, she was part of the whole thing. Yeah, she yeah. knew all along. She was fine with it. She had chosen to leave her son. Yeah, which they made seem like he just, you know, convinced her to just leave or forced her yeah. to leave. Look at that noise. Does the uh, door? Something. Oh. I'm good. Uh, but, yes. uh, go yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. Um, he meets a new girl. They go to Venice. The ex-girlfriend gets nabbed. Uh, him and his girl decide to bring in another chick into the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, wait, now he's got a fucked up three-way going on. Oh, wait, real quick before you go any farther, just to kind of give some context. Uh, that Rebecca girl, uh, when she is caught, she's convicted on numerous accounts. And she was sentenced to six years in prison and five years supervised released. Did she give him up? Uh, I'm not sure. I think at this time she didn't know where he was. Yeah, she, I, I don't think, think she, she pretty much told him, like, I don't know. He left me. I don't yeah, know where he right. went. So, yeah, I mean, she wasn't right. lying there because he kind of just went ghost on her. So, um, obviously, he's on the, the most wanted list and shit. There's a huge reward for information leading to his arrest. The third girl that he brought into the relationship, I guess she, like, really fell in love with the other girl. So one day, uh, first he gets robbed, which he which he thinks uh, she had something to do with. And within the same week that he got robbed, the girlfriend turns him in for the reward. He thought he was good because he didn't think she knew anything. But his girlfriend spilled the beans to the other girlfriend, and that's what ended up giving her the idea to go to the, the police. Yeah, and also when uh, he took his girlfriend to Greece uh, or to Europe, he said he didn't spend much time in Italy or Greece due to his intense fear of Interpol. Makes so, sense. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. much rather be locked up in the States probably than That's a fucking loop over there. there. kidding me? I'm shit. sure it's probably a shit, lot worse it's over there. Like, like the Russian situation. Yeah, with uh, the NBA player, WNBA. Yeah, just bring a fucking bait pen. She's Retired. Getting, she brought more than one. It was a ton of them. It was a bunch of them. Dude, it was like 20 of them or yo, something. Yo, if I was going to do that, if I was going to go over there and play basketball at a tournament, 
I'll make sure I have friends in Russia. Right. It's like, dude, um, I need a plug. I need, yeah, I need a hook. Plug. Me, you just hook up with the plug. But it's like, but, oh, you can't have it in your system, but yours. Hey, that's a different topic. Yeah, we're not we, we not going to talk about She's that. Tell me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Going, going to prison over there is way harsher. For sure, it is. All right, so yeah, he, so now the the chick gives information that leads to his arrest. He gets arrested. Um, not only is he arrested, he was arrested by half a dozen secret agents, secret service. You got agents. anything else on that? Because I don't, I kind of missed the part where he actually gets caught, like how it actually happened. They said Hawk's family had paid Taylor for Cox's address as this information could be used to reduce Hawk's sentence. He temporarily escaped capture due to a chance of series of events, which I think you're talking about the, you know, the Starbucks thing. Uh, their home was him and his, his new girlfriend, the one that they brought the chicken with. Their home was burglarized and they checked into a hotel. And then on November 16, 2006, Cox was arrested by half a dozen Secret Service agents who had been pursuing him for more than two years when he and Gardner returned from the hotel. He had been building Williamson a house using his fake identity and credit history, but fortunately for his friend, he was arrested before Williamson could give him a down payment. And then Hawk's sentence was later reduced from 70 to 42 months as a result of her assistance in Cox's capture. His sentence was also reduced as part of the plea deal. Um, they wanted him to do Dateline, so he he does that as well. Um, dude is facing 400 years. Mm-hmm. Takes an open plea. He's sentenced to 26 and only does 12 years in federal prison. Which I thought was kind of, in like the interview that I watched him do a Concrete too is... Just, uh, they're like telling his lawyer or whatever, like, oh, you do all these certain things, it'll bring your sentence down. And then when he got to court, the judge was like, yeah, I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, they threw, don't care the about judge that. threw don't it all out. That. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to reduce Basically your sentence for doing anything. Yeah. But then, yeah, like you said, he was sentenced 26 years, did 12. So, I mean, you can't hate the guy completely. He did his time. You know what I mean? He served his debt to America, basically. I wonder if COVID had anything to do with him getting out because it was it was 2019. Yeah, and they did. And I they remember were, back then, around that out. time, they were letting people with yeah. nonviolent crimes mm-hmm. out early. Yeah, I bet that had something that to do with it because he didn't serve the full term. Yeah, I mean, that could have helped. He's probably, probably still on probation to this day, you think? Oh, probably. Gotta I'm be, sure. Right? I'm yeah. sure if he's not on probation, then he's probably watched heavily by oh, yeah. the FTI. Totally, for sure. What's up, Drew? I don't know. It's real hard to find more information on Matt Cox. Yeah. Because you look at Matt Cox, you're going to find... It's a common name. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah a, he was released in July 2019. So, yeah. No, that was before COVID. Was it? Yeah, 2020 was COVID. Was it? Yeah. Right at the beginning. Yeah. Well, actually, 20, November. I think it was the, hat back, the, hat, the back half of 2019 is when it started, I thought. Uh, look it up. Can't you look it up real quick? Uh, November. It's like November 2019. This one. Just curious. Yeah, the, November 19 was like the very first cases of yeah, China. Right, yeah. It's fucking zombie bats over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, without without COVID. Uh, January 21st. The first 2019? confirmed case was of 2019, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I bet you that did have something to do with it. But also, I'm pretty sure I heard him say on in the interview, I think he said something about 
He was taking. Didn't he say he was taking like a lot of courses and shit? Yeah, he was also he was doing like he was also doing like GED classes yeah, to yeah. help people get GEDs and. So I'm sure that probably also helped too. Yeah, I'm sure good, he was some good you know, kind of an upstanding citizen, like upstanding prisoner. So I'm sure upstanding that helped. cellmate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. Were you going to talk about that? No, go ahead. I was going to talk about his first day in prison. What he said in the interview with the concrete. Oh, go ahead. I didn't really. Keep, I didn't really. Oh yeah, Did he well basically he said his first day there. Um, his cellmate, uh, like, like came and got him, like pulled him into the cell and like told him, oh, you got to stay in the cell. And Matt was like, oh, what happened? And the guy was like, oh yeah, somebody got stabbed in the yard. And Matt was like, somebody died. He was like, no, they just stabbed him up a little bit. He said, that was my first day ever in prison. He's like, he just, he's like, my cellmate said it nonchalant. He's like, no, they just stabbed him up a bit. So I thought that was probably, I thought that was kind of wild. Like imagine going from being that guy going from fucking having millions of dollars f- to a supermax. Yeah, prison. to fucking hearing somebody in the yard just got stabbed. Like his life changed real fast. And he's not a big dude. He's no, a tiny he's, yeah, little he's fuck. fucking smart. Five that's, foot six. I think that's a big reason why he probably didn't get the shit beat out of him a lot. Is probably because he was just very charismatic. You know what I mean? I feel For like sure, he, that I, definitely played in his favor. I, yeah, I was gonna say that. Like in Fallout, when you gotta pass the speech checks, this yeah. dude's charisma is at like ten for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, probably. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is a cool part too, man. He gets to prison and he realizes he's got all these like interesting people around him with insane crimes. So naturally, he starts writing their life stories. And becomes a published author. Yeah. Um, he did also write another book before he was arrested that never got published. It was called The Associates. It was just a, a manuscript. But they said the similarities between the book and his actual crimes were very similar. Which was also kind of strange. Like we mentioned earlier, his one book got turned into War Dogs. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And then also uh, there was another one he wrote called Bent, uh, how a homeless teen became one of the the cyber crimes, cyber crime industry's most prolific counterfeiters. Um, he also wrote Memoir of a Con Man, which I believe is his life story. It's called uh, Shark in the Housing Pool. I was just going to say that one, yep. Uh, the Fence, a police cover-up uh, along Boston's racial divide. Uh, what else we got? He's got a couple. Uh, oh, you put your laptop. I was going to wait. I was going to ask you to look up this book, oh, Devil should. Exposed. Actually, look it up. It doesn't say what they're actually about. It just says the books he wrote. I just wanted to see what they might have, like. Devil Exposed. <laughs> um, also, ge- Generation Oxy, from high school wrestlers to pain pill kingpins. Yeah, it looks like he wrote about. It looks like on here at least it's. A, it looks like he published about nine books. So I mean, if each book did as well as you know he made it seem like they did, then he's fucking banking. Oh, I'm sure he is. And like we said earlier, he's got a YouTube channel now. Uh, yeah, he he's doing his, podcasts. Sells yeah. his paintings. You know, he's got that fine arts degree. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk to him for five minutes. I'll tell you. He'll make sure you know. You'll get it up. Devil exposed. Devil D E I No D E V I L E X P O S E D E X 
P.O. Oh. Matthew S. Cox. Okay, just give me that. Is there like a little overview or something, maybe? Give me one. Right there on the side, right there. What does that say? In 1990, it was a 20-something-year-old L.A.-based drug trafficking out of skate. X and ICE. He and his associates drove luxury European supercars, live in Beverly Hills, penthouses, dated Playboy models, and dragged something, something. All right. All right, then. Just what a, what a story, though, man. Can you imagine this guy? The, yeah. The good times flying around overseas with all this money. You know, I might have to read this book. This other book you just... What is it? Sounds kind of interesting. Hey, if you guys got a Kindle, it's free on Kindle. Uh, it's okay. called The Program, How a Con Man Survived the Federal Bureau's of Prisons Cult, Cult of RD, RDAP. Incarcerated by the Federal Bureau of Prisons for a variety of brink fraud scams. Despite not having a dr- drug problem, inexplicably, Cox ends up in the prison's residential drug abuse program. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh-oh. Did you guys hear about... Um, I just seen it on concrete uh, yesterday, actually. is um, I guess there's some big scheme going on in Florida where, like, Women who were in this prison falsified claims about uh, saying the COs were raping them and shit, and they're really just trying to get out. Some other girls are saying that they made this scheme up to just get out of jail mm-hmm. and ruin people's lives mm-hmm. and shit. Because they're gonna ruin the COs' lives trying to. Oh yeah. Trying to perpetuate their little scam there. What do you guys think about, um, you see Andrew Tate got kicked off the internet? Yeah, I've seen that. You were telling me about They're that. They're silencing him, man. Eh, you know, they do that with anybody that poses a threat to the system. Yeah, he's you know? going against the status quo. Oh, yeah. Just for, uh, kind of just for my own, my own, you know, sanity, because I feel like Chop didn't really give me much information on that book. The Devil Exposed book is actually uh, a twisted tale of drug drug trafficking, corruption, and murder in the City of Angels. Ooh, that might be a good one, too. Yeah, that sounds dope. Uh, Yeah, you said you talked about Generation Oxy, right? Yeah, you did. Generation Oxy. Yeah, and then the program. He's got another one called The Program. Oh, yeah, How a Con Man Survived. Yep. I wonder if he, if um, War Dogs got, I wonder if he got a cut of War Dogs or if uh, the guys just bought the movie off the actual guy whose story it was or, or what happened with that. Hello, I found his Twitter. <laughs> you found Matt's Twitter? Yes, I did. Is he saying anything, Pony? I'll refund that real quick. Huh? Uh, two hundred seven tweets. Hold on, I just got an article here about it. I'm trying to. About that war dogs, I looked it up to see if he got paid at all. Yo, is that with Fat Jonah Hill? Yeah. And who's who's the other who's the other character? Uh, Brad Cooper, is it? No, or? it's uh. Fuck, he was just Franco's in the new, little brother. No, he was just in the new fucking uh, Top Gun. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. That's yeah, okay. it. How was the Top Gun? Did you see that? 
No, I haven't seen it. I heard it was really good, though. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Sorry. Fair use. Uh, Copyright strike. Oh, yeah. I guess the guy, the actual guy, the actual, like, smuggler from War Dogs is tried to sue Warner Brothers for the movie. Is it Deveroli, his name? Uh, yeah. 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 All right. He claimed the company stole parts of his memoir and falsely marketed the movie as a true story. Damn, that's fucked up. He should get paid then. Yeah. He also wrote a story about that uh that it's insanity one. That guy was like insane. He was like uh, I think he was like schizophrenic, but he was in like South Africa or something. He was like warring with the um the little faction, the, like, political faction that was in power in in South Africa or something, and he was... The guy was insane. Like, he actually had an army and shit. Yeah, I guess, uh... I guess Cox talked to that Devereaux dude uh, and told him that... Suggested to him that he write, like, a memoir as a way of countering the way he would be betrayed in, in the movie. Because I guess they didn't portray him the way that he actually was. Oh, and that's all the... So Matt Cox told him, suggested that he write his own memoir to tell the true story, I guess. Oh, and that's how the book came about? I guess. So yeah. cheetah. But I guess the way Warner Brothers made the movie is they made it, you know, kind of Fuck a comedy. Up, yeah, 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 they yeah, fucked yeah, it right. up, I guess. So cheetah, can you explain to us why you following Matt Cox on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's just a DM. It's like, yeah, dude, we're just talking about you, man. Uh... Why the fuck wouldn't I? What the hell? What do you mean? Why? Why am I? You, you should, Better question should be why am I not? You should DM him right now. All right. Jesus. Christ. I'll do it right now. What if he? What if he responds? It's like, yo, I'll fly to the falls right now and be in an episode. Tell him, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd shit myself. I was like, God dang. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I acted about that one. I don't even know where he is, dude. Uh, What's his name? Uh, At Matthew Cox, ITC. Oh, I found it. Yo. He he gets some motivation quotes on his uh, Instagram. Anything good? Let's hear it. White prison costumes and wear them when you go in. Uh, what? You will never walk again. Break, break up these bills. Oh, look, super videos. Mm. So we got the big bills Monday night game coming up, huh? That's gonna be dope. Man, I'm pretty hyped. You working, Drew? I work mornings. <laughs> you should come down. Just come to my house. I'll stop. I'll stop down half time. So it's up. Yo, I was speaking. You gotta of, have a no. home girl. No. <laughs> Yo, I was speaking. Uh, you were saying you were gonna see Ozzy. Where the fuck was Ozzy at? Like seriously, you know we heard him. Oh, I know. Oh, like, the halftime, yeah. Like I like, missed it. I no, missed no, it. no. He wasn't even on. Yeah, my dad said something like that. It's like like we hear in the background. Like I get it, but where the fuck's Ozzy? But anyway, that's so not... they just played the song and he wasn't even, he didn't no, even no, come no. out. No, he was there. They were talking and the song was in the background. Yeah, but 
no, no, no performance, no performance for us to see. It's like, dude, oh, I, I just want to see one song from Ozzy. I'll be fine. Right, I sent him a DM. That's crazy. <laughs> I just told him, I said, Hey, Mr. Cox, uh, I run a podcast called Get a Loser. We're starting a podcast, and me and my co host just did an episode about your story. I said, It's wild. It almost kind of doesn't sound real. <laughs> Yo, that'd be wild if he messages us back. I message you back. I'd fucking shit myself, dude. Like, while we're live. That'd be wild. Like that. Oh, shit. Was nothing. You know, it'd be even wilder if this porn star I fucking messaged <laughs> back in April messaged <laughs> me back right now on the air. Is this the one that's like, uh, are we, are we, uh, are you, no, I told her I would fight a pack of grizzly bears <laughs> with both arms tied behind my back. To drink her bathwater? No. Uh, just for a chance to taste you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Sorry, Mom. Yo, yo, Cheeto, Cheeto I'm has, a lonely man. Cheeto also has this one. I was like, are we, uh, are we when the Bills won the uh, when the Bills won the uh, when they won the AFC Championship or whatever. Yeah, the division. A couple of years ago, when they won the division, I messaged uh, Halsey on Instagram. I was like, yo, the Bills are AFC champs. Anything's possible. I said, I just want to say, I'd love the chance to eat Skittles out of your butt. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> she never messaged me back, obviously. Shocker. Hey, you never you got to shoot that shot, man. Mm-hmm. You never She's know, dude. Oh, real quick, since we're doing a little downtime real quick before we uh, get off there, I just want to go ahead and embarrass myself a little bit. That, uh, your boy. Your boy. Just your boy. uncovered a fucking catfish scandal that I've been a part of for literally years. Oh, shit. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Choop. This shit is fucking wild. Let's hear it, bro. All right, listen. You told me a little bit. Listen, I'm a block. Turn, I'm gonna change your name just for respect, because I ain't about calling people out. Is your name Stacy? But this first Stacey's girl I met, this first girl I met, Stacy. I met her some years ago, right? Never really met. She talked online. She was fucking beautiful. You should tell fucking me that her parents were rich. Beautiful. She always wanted me to come spend the weekend with her family. Obviously, never happened. So we kind of had this on and off thing, you know, because, you know, she was hot. So I wasn't going to pass it a chance, you know, if there turned out to be real. Well, like a year or so goes by and I'm like, yeah, this girl can't be real. She never wants to hang out. She never, you know what I mean? So I'm like, fuck it. I'm giving up. But then people I knew were like, oh, yeah, I've seen her here. I've seen her there. So I'm like, fuck, I got to get back in there then if she's actually real. Tried to get back in touch with her. She disappeared forever. Uh, then she came back. We talked a little bit. Maybe she's on the run. She disappeared she again. She's doing mortgage fraud. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she's Matt Cox. <laughs> then she disappeared again. And then anyways, I meet this other girl. We'll call her Jenna. I meet this other girl, Jenna, in real life. We hang out. Uh, we get a hotel room together because I was still living with my parents at the time. This shit was fucking wild. He called but, me at like uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, dude. But she, uh, you know... More like cuddling and shit, but she ends up talking about her ex the entire time. So I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this. So I forgot where she lived. I think she lived in like Buffalo or something. So me and Chop like gave her a ride to the bus station and shit. I hung out with her while she waited to get a bus back home. So and he like, wakes up, sees her in the bathroom, and she's standing up peeing. No, <laughs> that would be fucking terrible. But I stopped talking to her after that. I talked to her like here and there as just like a friend because, you know, I just wasn't interested anymore. I'm just saying, like, she was leading you on. Are you going to fucking let me tell the story? Or are you going to keep interrupting me? Oh, fuck off. Damn, dude. Anyways, then we're, like, talking as friends. Then, you know, 
this Stacy girl comes back into the picture, kind of out of nowhere. We're not really, like, talking romantically. We're just talking as friends because apparently, according to her, I broke her heart, even though we'd never met in real life. Uh, real quick side note, though. I was talking to another girl that didn't live that far away. Her name was Fallon, and she was going to move out here to be with me. He fucked up. And this fucking Stacy girl ruined it for me by telling this other girl that me and her were dating. Wow. So. Wow. But anyways, then one night, this Stacy girl, she posted on her Facebook like, hey, I'm going to a strip club with my friends tonight. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then Jenna posts on her Facebook or texts me and says, hey, I'm going to the same strip club tonight. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, yo, can you do me a favor? Would you mind looking around the club and let me know if you see this girl there? And she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm out with friends. I just want to enjoy myself. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Then Stacy disappears again for a couple of years. I hit her up like a month ago. Just like, I hit her up just like a month ago. I'm like, hey, where you been? How's things going? You know, uh, she doesn't answer. Then two weeks ago, she messaged me on Sunday. And Sunday, she's like, hey, Sunday, Sunday. she's like, hey, I'm back. Uh, I was in rehab for two years. That's why I didn't talk to you. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. You know, so we're talking again. And basically, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, you know. Like, you know, I think at this point, I'm still thinking she's real. So I'm like, yo, you're like kind of the one that got away, you know. <laughs> and she's like, oh, now I'm back. And I'm like, well, fuck. Let's give this a chance for real, you know. Fuck it. All right. I was like, I got my own place now. It's easier for us to hang out, you know. Like, fuck it. Let's do this. Well, my buddy, my boy Fonz, love that guy. Love you, bro. Being the guy he is, is like, yo, I know how you are, man. You fall hard. So just give me this girl's number. I'll check it out real quick. Make sure it's good. Just so you know, just to, you know, play it safe a little bit. So I'm like, all right, cool. I appreciate you. He traces the number. To my surprise, it comes back registered to Jenna. Wow. What the fuck? I messaged Jenna straight up, and I'm like, listen, I've had a shitty year. I just want to know the truth. I said, are you Stacy? She says, no, I'm not. And I say, well, it doesn't make any fucking sense why you'd both have the same number because that's not possible. Right. She ghosts me. Ghosts me as Stacy. Hasn't talked to me since. What a but bitch, dude. This is the worst part. Is This is what it means now is that she catfished me as Stacy for years. Then met me. Then met me. Then met me as Jenna in real life. Then came back and catfished me again as Stacy. Wow. Wow. And the worst of it now the worst of it now is now she's engaged and she has four kids. What the fuck? And she was just talking to me the other day about us hanging out. She's calling me babe and shit. While she was married with kids? Yeah. Right now. Wow. And listen scandalous. Listen, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna downplay it like I you know, like it wasn't also my fault. Like I should have been smarter and known that, you know, it probably wasn't real. But I mean, anybody that knows me knows, you know, I'm, you know, it's not your fault, I, I man. Fucking, Who does I, that to people? I fall quick, man. You know, I, I I catch feelings quick. That's just how I'm. I've always been that way. So you know, sort of find out that this girl I've been chasing for years is actually fake, and it's finally proven. You know, I was, Wait, did, I was a little pissed. I missed the part. Did lie. Jenna fuck fuck it up with you? 
So weren't you guys talking as Jenna or no? Yeah, we were. We hung out. We were going to try and, you know, like see where things went. But the whole time we were hanging out, she just kept talking about her ex. Uh, and she's like, so- oh, she's like, I don't want to do nothing with you because I feel like I'm cheating on him. And I'm like, you're wow. not even fucking together. So, so it turns out that her ex was her husband. I apparently, or? I don't know. I have no idea. Jesus, but, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. It's crazy. I couldn't believe it. Some wild what shit. But, that's uh, wild, dude. Yeah. My buddy told me to out her, but you know that's not my drama. I'm not going to get involved. It's not my my place to fuck up a marriage. You know what I mean? And who right. knows? Maybe it's a sick game between the both of them. You know what I mean? Maybe it's shit yeah, turns around. Yeah, who knows? People maybe. are fucked, dude. Yo, how about those people that sold you that pizza that was DiGiorno's the whole time? It wasn't DiGiorno's. It was Great Value Pizza. What happened? This girl I know, she was selling me pizzas. <laughs> telling me that her and her husband were making them. And the whole time they were actually frozen Yo, pizzas. I seen some dude on fucking TikTok. Yeah, he was shit, doing dude. that shit too, yeah. Boof pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Yo, how long did you buy? You didn't realize? No, dude, they looked real. Real DiGiorno, yeah. No, how, they how didn't you, look like the, they weren't DiGiorno. That, that cardboard taste? No, it tasted great. <laughs> but I, the only reason I was doing it is because she told me that she was she selling did. pizzas on the side because like her husband had cancer and ah, they were trying to pay for treatments. So I'm like, I, I was dude. feeling bad. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to help you out. You know what I mean? She's pulling on teeth. Turns out, not even not only were the pizzas fake, but her husband also didn't have cancer. So she lied about all And her and her husband both had, they're drug addicts, I guess. So that was real nice. But anyway, not that, that I'm, that I'm not saying sense. that I that makes sense. Not that there's anything against people like that, you know what I mean? But right. if you're taking advantage of people, then you're yeah. pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah, either way, there is but, something wrong with you. But anyway, uh, thanks for that uh, story, Cheetah. Oh yeah, real quick before we go, uh, while I got here, so I don't forget. You know, what else I'd love to do an episode with you on is uh, that one guy who tried to report on. Uh, what the government was doing when they were releasing crack and uh, oh. will come in the neighborhood, and then he killed himself. I can't remember what his name is. Gary something. Barry Seal. No, it's Gary. Gary, Gary something. Is it is it the same Gary that's the uh, prostitute? No, <laughs> Gary Sullivan. I know what you're talking about. At first, I thought you were talking about Isaac Cappy. At first, he was the actor that was outing Gary Webb. Gary Webb, yeah, that's I remember Gary that Webb. Yeah, yeah, yeah they okay, killed we'll him. Talk about They're that journalists. Yeah, they yeah. killed him. One shot well, to the back of the head. He killed right? himself. Yeah, yeah, he killed himself after one shot reporting to the back that the government was releasing uh, crack into low income neighborhoods. Which Which actually the, happened. The re, yeah, the real Rick Ross um, yeah. was part of that. He, he blew it all out the water. Yeah, dude, they're fucking. They they put crack in the low con, low income neighborhoods and watched it spread like wildfire. It's fucking. It's nuts, a lot. Dude. It's something a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that shit. The first time I heard about that, that was when I realized that you know I don't give a fuck about the government because that's some, that's some shit you don't do, man. That's right. fucked up. That Isaac Cappy dude too. He was the actor. He was in. Uh, actual movies. He was in a couple big movies. He hung out with like Seth Green and shit and all, and all those like crew of people. He started outing them for like being in a cult, like a sex cult. People, including people like Tom Hanks, and he ended up jumping off of a bridge and dying. And that they or like the same week that he did it, um, Tom Hanks had a had an Instagram post about roadkill. They uh some crazy shit. That is like something that we've always wanted to try and get Matt into because we wanted to do like an episode about uh, like the dark history of like Nickelodeon, like how a lot of their producers were like Dan Schneider. grooming kids and shit. Yeah. But uh, the thing with that is like 
if you like talk about like the Hollywood like sex cult, it goes so fucking deep it that goes you wouldn't super believe. Deep and they start um, you start saying shit that people don't like. You go ghost, just like Tate. Yeah, and Little then Bubba's, also uh, same thing. Well, I mean, he actually it was actually self inflicted, but the same thing happened with Corey Haim. Yeah, he was sexually yeah. abused in mm-hmm. Hollywood by actors, and then because nobody ever believed him, he got really into drugs, and then you know, it took his life. That happens to a lot of people. And uh, the the one Corey that's still alive, yeah, Corey now, Feldman, he said he had five names of five big, huge producers in Hollywood, but he's been teasing that like he's had that yeah. forever. Well, he did but release. He never actually, I think he released a couple. He did release a documentary telling everything about the abuse that they went through, but. He had to release it on his own website because when he tried to release it to the public, they blocked it. So he had to release it through his own website. And then one of the guys that featured in that documentary that was, you know, also been abused in Hollywood, like three mo- like a month after recording the documentary, killed himself. Wait, what's that red dot on your head? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it's like. You talk about that shit, man. Yo, come after yo, you. It goes deep. Yo, Chup. Now, now, now you're part of the crew. We should all three of us go to the bridge, uh, Bridgewater Triangle. Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, uh, dude, I'm down. I'll go back to Mass. Hey, Rachel, I know you've been listening to us. What do you think? Live in the action. Rachel, you, you want to say hi real quick before we get out of here? You want to say hi real quick? She's, nah, she's shy. <laughs> Come on, Mrs. Choop. Mrs. Choop. Mrs. Choop. Mrs. Choop. Mrs. Choop. But yeah. How about all four of us, including our fucking spooky dookie uh, uh, guest we had, Miss Kathleen Donahue? Oh, Kathleen did one? Yeah, she did a spooky dookie one last year. She did a Halloween one last year. Hold on to your dookie, it's going to get spooky. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good episode. Um, We should all, all, we all should have, like, all families should just take Her name is no longer. uh, We should do something big for her. Her name is no longer Kathleen. It is also not Randall anymore or 37 Dicks. (laughs) She has been. Upgraded. Promoted to ultimate bro status. Her name is now Legolas. Legolas. She's the Legolas to my Gimli. Are you are you are you the fat little troll? Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> and guess what you are? Nothing. You're not there. You're oh, one of the side characters. Oh. You're Sean Bean's character, who gets overtaken by the power of the ring, and then they, he gets murdered. Yeah, you're Gandalf the Gay. Yeah, hey. Choop is Aragorn, of course, our king. I'm the king, motherfucker. Tried to <laughs> fart quietly at a pod meeting. It didn't work. Nice. All right, all right, uh, 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 yeah, uh, kind of wraps it up for us. Yeah, definitely. This is our inter- oh. our, our. He's not a guest no more. You'll hear more he's often. He's gonna be one hundred percent official now. He is a host, but not like. All- but that doesn't mean he'll be on every episode because you know he does work a lot too. Also, so. But well, you did say you did say now that you know we're going into like the winter months. You said yeah, you have a little more time to for come sure. On we'll slow down now, a so. little. So he'll he'll probably be on a lot more episodes. But, you know, he I, is officially a host, though. You just, like he said, he's going to try and make it to as many episodes as he can. But he's definitely part of the team now. We're going to change the logo and everything. we got to get a whole go. new logo. I'm excited. It's going to be dope. Yeah. So, real quick, before we get out of here, what would you think of your first official episode? What would you think actually running an episode, leading it? 
It was fun, man. It was, yeah. it was hard. I'm it's, not going to lie. It was hey, work, it's dude. It's difficult. Hey, no, it's hard for us. It is hard, man. <laughs> no, it's only hard for him because <laughs> he doesn't do any research. <laughs> hey, but next week's episode is going to be a good one. Fire. I'm excited. What's you always week? pick the easiest can, shit to can do. Can you say? Can you say or no? You say? Yeah, he wants to do a Would You Rather episode because he's leaving for vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so literally the simplest fucking thing in the world. Hey, we rather we'll, make, we'll make the best of it. We'll make no. it fun. Oh yeah, I was gonna say if you want to come on that one too, you can. Obviously, since you're since you are a new co-host. Yeah. So next week is is mom's or no, no the week no. after. Okay, well, so would you rather then? Yeah, Mama then Duke's. Mom, yeah. Sweet. He'll be out of what town. What are we gonna talk so. about with mom? We don't know yet. Until I let her choose. So Sweet. I got a reminder. Cool. But yeah, I. Uh, All right, boys. Let's go get something to eat. Yeah, I think that's gonna be it for us. Do you? Uh, are, are we going tonight? That wasn't to say on the episode. I was just texting you because oh. I updated my phone to iOS 16, so I was able to I'm able to edit my texts now. No fuck after I send them. Yeah. No shit. But uh, real quick, <laughs> uh, before we head out of here, cool. do you want to do the sign off? You want to do our sign off? Um. Or you want? Or you sure want? Or you want to get slapped in the face with a salmon? You no. telling me now? Why you got a salmon? In my slimy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking kill you, Drew. <laughs> you okay? Hey. I'll I'll take you back to the early uh, mid nineties or two thousands. That first blood match. Where first I blood match. Badass. No, you cheated. I want. I want to fuck. I want to fuck a rematch. My my room. We're to too re- fucking old to be doing that shit. No? <laughs> Break a bone. All right. Well, listen. If you're gonna do this sign off real quick, then you know me and me and Chop over here gotta bow out real quick. But this is the sign off. That's the sign off. You want to do it? That's your first episode. Just that. Yeah. Just that. But, uh, all right, we're going to get on out of here. So we're going to let Choop do his first official sign-off. Like so chop out. And cheat out. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Matt Cox. Thanks for riding along, losers. We're out. Peace. <laughs>